0: Good morning, good evening, and good day. I'm Francine, and I really love K-Dramas. You're listening to DramaBuds, a Globe Studios podcast. So hello, everyone. Welcome to DramaBuds Season 2. Today, we are doing a classic Ask Me Anything episode except... This time, I will be doing the asking and none of the answering. Today, we have a guest. Hello, Panji, my friend. Hi. Hi. Lulu. So, Panji is oh, your everything uh, student athlete, <laughs> uh, mental health advocate, psych major, IG makeup influencer. <laughs> i so shy <laughs> No, Panji's everything. Okay. Hello. Hi, Panji. How would you like to introduce yourself? What have I missed?
1: No, I don't think you missed anything. So again, I'm Panji and I'm just your average avid fan of Asian drama. So mm-hmm. that may be Korean, um, Taiwanese, Chinese, Japanese, Thailand. Yeah, so that's me. Hello. Okay. So
0: yes, she mentioned it. Today we're gonna be talking about Asian dramas because I, I'm a noob to that. I know nothing about that. Okay, consider me like a blank slate. <laughs> I, I just I'm here to absorb all your recommendations and all your knowledge. So, but before before we go to Asian dramas, uh, what's let's go to uh, K dramas. Our shared <laughs> shared history. Um what was your first K-drama? Do you remember?
1: Um I think my very first drama was um it was dubbed in the Philippines before. I don't know. I think I was in grade school during mm. that time. And the drama was about um intermarital affairs. <laughs> Is this so was- um Temptation of Wife. Yes. Oh that, was, that, that was my first ever Korean drama, but it was dubbed. And it was rated SPG during that time. So mm-hmm. I would like sneak out and then watch it. And then when I hear footsteps outside, I change the channel because I'm not oh my allowed. Gosh. So, it's in school. so that was like my first ever like K drama I really watched. And then I wasn't that much of a fan, like to the point that I'd stream them. Mm-hmm. And then when it came to, uh, when I was in high school, like I had a friend, she told me to watch this k Drum. I don't know if you know it. The Innocent Man, the one w- with Song Joong Ki. Nice. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know
1: this. And the Nice Guy. Yeah, yeah. Nice yeah, so um, I watched it and I really, really liked it to the point that I even like wrote a petition for a second season. <laughs> I said, like it, it came to that point, and that's not just it. Um, what happened was I became so much of a fan of K dramas that I made a fan account. If you search it in Instagram, it the names drama underscore fan, but I'm not active there now. So. I've been using that ever since I graduated from high school. Like I was just posting screenshots, you know, just your typical fan base Instagram account. And then from then on, I just continuously watched K-dramas. Yeah.
0: First, I love how when you said like extramarital affairs whatever, the in the first K-drama that entered my mind was temptation of wife. Because I, I like that. Me too. That time. Me too, man. Grade school. Yeah. Also, I was about to expose you. I was going to be like, hey, Banji, is it true that
1: you have like
0: a Song Ki fan site or the fan account or something?
1: <laughs> do I do? Like I made a lot of Instagram accounts during that time. So before, I already started with the typical K-drama like, fan account. And then I made another one for um, Korean stars. So And I, I kind of got bored with it. So I changed it into a Song Joong Ki account. <laughs> so I just posted like his updates, his news, and stuff like that. So after a while, I kind of got busy now. So I didn't pursue that part of my life anymore.
0: Okay, since you mentioned Song Joong he's your first K-drama love, technically, yes? Yes. Okay, have you watched Vincenzo?
1: Yes. Okay, thoughts? Did you like it? Um, I don't know. You know, t- to be honest, I c- I'm kind of not loving him anymore. <laughs> mm. You know why? Because I started watching The Innocent Man. It was 2012. Mm-mm. And then people weren't that much, like, noticing him. And I was like, what? he's so handsome and stuff like that and like his acting pa. and then it came to a point that he got enlisted so when he got enlisted I was really really waiting for him to come back and then after a while when he came back um you know the, the descendants of the Sun. and then people started like hey I love song joking I was like, what I was the first one oh, he's mainstream and then after a while, oh. so yeah after a while, I didn't watch Descendants of the Sun. Like Until now, I'm telling myself, I will never watch that K-drama. Yeah, it came to a point that I really kind of hated him. Oh my <laughs> but God. nonetheless, I still watch Vincenzo.
0: Because
1: yeah. I don't know, Like, it's not the one with the girl in Descendants of the Sun.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay, so of all the K-dramas you've watched so far, What's your number one? Your number one recommendation?
1: Um, mine would really have to be She Was Pretty. I think it's like one of the light dramas I really like. And I like Park So-Joon, like in that like drama in itself. And then after a while, um, I think the second one would have to be Hi Bye Mama. It's so sad. <laughs> Like every episode, you just cry. My eyes can't anymore. <laughs>
0: hey, oh we I remember with that, with "Hi, Bye, Mama." I wasn't watching. What I was? I usually watch with my sister, and then like she mostly watched, and I was like busy with work. But then I watched the last five minutes or like the epilogue of it only, and then I just yeah. started crying <laughs> like immediately. <laughs> oh my god. I just started and I'm already crying. And then I watched the last how many episodes with my mom? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Not recommended. I would not watch Hi Bye Mama with your mom, guys. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) I watched it with my mama's also and then she was so crying. No, it was so funny. It was
0: like me, my sister, my mom in one bed, the three of us crying at the finale. It was it's just, it's just not not a good not a good recommendation. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. okay. So you've watched so, so, so many K-dramas. Uh, why did you end up trying other Asian dramas?
1: Oh, because um it came to a point. I think it was after the, you know that what year was Goblin shown? Like, 17 yeah, yeah, during that time. And then the years after, um, it got boring. Like the K dramas got really boring for me. So I was like, why don't I try like other Asian dramas? Cause I think that Chinese dramas were kind of nice as well mm-hmm. so I tried them And I was like oh like they're totally different from each other like the vibe in itself and the story so and after a while I got I became a fan of Chinese dramas and then sometimes I would prefer Chinese dramas over K-dramas so it came to that kind of point that um sometimes I wouldn't watch K-dramas anymore and would just like you know, like look for spoilers because there's a lot in Instagram. Like in my Instagram account, like you just go to the Explore page and there are a lot of spoilers. Then I was like, okay, I wouldn't watch it anymore because I kind of know the story. <laughs> so I just go for like watching Chinese dramas instead.
0: Okay. Chinese dramas start there. Um, so you started 2016, 17-ish watching. Yes, yeah, 2016. Yeah. What was the first C-drama you watched?
1: Um, I think the first one I watched was Love 020.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've told me something yeah, about yeah, this. That, okay. one, that was
1: the first one because I don't know why. I think people were raving about it. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I was like, okay. And then I kind of liked it because the female lead wasn't, you know, the typical weak mm. lead during that yeah. time. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I like this I like this and I watched it and then after a while I tried searching for like Chinese dramas 2016 list and then I like I looked at the list and then tried looking at which dramas I'd really like to watch
0: okay so like how would you describe C dramas what I say in comparison to K dramas, I feel it's unfair to compare them, right? Because they're so different. Yeah. yeah. Like different culture, different entertainment industry. But okay, like given K dramas, like the baseline, how would you describe C dramas? Like the format
1: or the tropes or I don't know. Oh, <laughs> well, for me, I think Chinese dramas are very famous for their historical genres i don't know if you've watched like on tim those types of like chinese dramas so they really focus on that and the cinematography of itself like they focus more on the setting they're not just cgis because some certain dramas focus on just cgis but then for them like they specifically have like a special set for those historical dramas and then if i'm not mistaken um, before like before twenty twenty, their episodes were like from thirty to fifty episodes, averaging during that time. But then, currently, from what I know, like the average now is around twenty four episodes. But then, like the run times around forty five minutes. So more or less, they've kind of like adapted to the K dramas' length of episodes. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like in K dramas, cause. Currently right now, like, the normal is, like, 16 episodes. Before, they really had, like, 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like, now, like, they're just focusing on, like, the smaller length of time. And then, like, what I've noticed is that it's faster to watch Chinese dramas because they, they televise it at least, like, thrice a week. So like for example, in you know, in K dramas, they do it like for example, like Wednesday, Friday. But then in Chinese dramas, what they do is like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and then two apps per day. So technically you'd have six episodes per week. But then forty-five in minutes yeah, each. Yeah yeah that's how they do it so you'd have like three to four or like six episodes a week but then in korean dramas you'd have like two episodes a week so it's really faster in chinese dramas and then another thing that i really noticed about chinese dramas is they love dubbing i don't know if you watch any i mm. forgot like a specific chinese drama but then sometimes they came to a point i was like is this really their voice it really sounded mm. i don't know not really fake but like it sounded Unauthentic for me, because they really they were really using like dubbed voices and like and it, you you notice it. It's not that you know like you wouldn't notice it at some point. And then another thing OMG. I have I have like a lot of facts about them.
0: Cool. <laughs> another thing
1: is that if you compare it to Korean dramas, they do a live shoot, so like um it's currently airing but they're not finished like filming it. But then in China. Uh, what they do is they pre-record it. So, like, for example, they record a drama this week, uh, this year, and then it will be shown maybe around two years from now. Oh, my God. A year from now. So it's really, like, there's this drama. I don't know. Like, I think Oath of Love, it's not yet shown, like, right now, but it's going to be shown, I think, uh, later this year. But then they filmed it around 2018, 2019. So it's really, like, you'd really see a lot of actors having different dramas in a year. Like, compared to Korean dramas, sometimes you'd see an actor just act in, like, three dramas a year. But then for them, you'd really These see,
0: lot. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: but yeah. then here in Chinese dramas, you really see them, like, one drama after another. So, yeah. Like, the, the production, it's, like, a fast, If there's, like, fast fashion, there's, like, fast dramas. (laughs) So that's how Chinese dramas are mainly. Yeah.
0: Imagine seeing one actor in one drama this year. It looks like they were, you know, from 2016. The next drama, it looks like they were from 2019. The next drama is from 2017. That's
1: weird. But it's kind of weird because you don't see the difference in their faces. TVH. I mean like the hair is there but then like the look like their look it's kind of like similar-ish yeah
0: like what I know about the dubbing thing that you mentioned is like all the historical dramas are kind of filmed in one big set right one big yeah. palace so like you'll hear other other dramas filming in their audio so like that's why they have to have someone come in and dub is that, is that- how it is I don't know if I'm
1: not really sure but then there's also like other modern dramas that are dubbed I don't know mm-hmm. if it's a specific from my specific network or something like that but then sometimes you'd really wonder if their voices are really like that because you'd really notice it's interesting
0: okay
1: um okay so that's what they are
0: <laughs> um okay noted with thanks um what C-dramas would you recommend? Like, what were your favorites?
1: Um, I would really recommend, I like, um, Chinese dramas that make me cry. (laughs) Same. I love tears. I mean, like, for K-dramas, like, they're not that much into the, the tear-jerking kind of scenes. They're more of like, Um, surface level, well, at some point. But then in Chinese dramas, they more on, like, focus on other subplots. Like, if you'd notice in Chinese dramas, there'd be a lot of um, love interests, like friends of friends and stuff like that. But in K-dramas, it's mostly, like, the main lead, the female lead, and then, like, the best friends of them, and then the love story. But then in Chinese dramas, you'd really have, like, a sense of... um, you know, like, the stories of other people. That's why I think one of the reasons why people kind of get bored from Chinese dramas is that it's not as straightforward as K-dramas. So my recommendations are, um, it's a 2018 drama. It's The, the name is When We Were Young, and it, like, talks about the life of, like, teenage kids in school and... I won't spoil it, but then I was really shocked with the endings. Like, that's one thing about Chinese dramas. Sometimes you'd really feel like they'd have a happy ending or some sort. But then after a while, you'd be like, what? That's it? Yeah, that's me.
0: So, so you spoiled that there's a sad ending. or I didn't say it was
1: sad. It's <laughs> like, it's not sad. Well, it depends. <laughs> what makes you sad, right? We are
0: saddened by different things.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then um, if you're really like into it, there's a lot of well, currently there's this Chinese drama that I've been really loving and it's ongoing for them It the name's crush, so it talks about a guy who has visual impairment and a girl who wants to be a broadcast host of some sort and it just talks about like a life of you know someone with a disability and it was it's really interesting because there's not a lot of dramas that focus on that like physical disability and I don't know it's just very heartwarming at some sort
0: okay so that's your number one recommendation right
1: now does that crush Okay. yes Where can you it's, watch it's ongoing that? right now um yeah. i watch it there's this app i don't know if you have this app it's IG, i chi yeah. Oh, yeah that's how you pronounce it <laughs> that one and then sometimes but then i don't have a vip pass so i what i do is i stream them so i go to like streaming sites so i go for like watch like. <laughs> Like, those kinds of oh, sites yeah. because it's much more faster. And they're subbed faster. Yeah, yeah. Ikea. We have that. Like,
0: K-dramas also air there. They have, like, Ikea Philippines. So yeah. they also, like, push out
1: Have you also shows. tried this app, the WeTV? We. We, we yeah, TV. W-E-T-V. No, no, no. It's an app as well wherein you can watch Chinese dramas. There's also K-dramas there.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: If it's free and I don't have to pay just it's to get free, HD. It's free, there's like some
0: ads. Yeah, No, it's it's the worst because like when they make you pay or else like you won't get HD. And it's like, dude, I'm already watching on a tiny phone screen <laughs> and you won't let me see some.
1: Come on. But you're for these apps, it. what they do is they're HD, but then you won't be able to watch the latest episode. So you'd kind of like have to wait for a week and then they'd give you the time to watch it. Yeah. But then like so with the streaming sites. You'd
0: get spoiled already. <laughs> if you're updated, <laughs> like everyone to talk about it. So that's
1: me with K dramas. Yeah,
0: that's true. Like I have to keep... I have to be so updated with K-dramas. I have to watch it, like, the day it comes out. Or else I'm just gonna see what happens immediately. Gosh. Twitter. Oh, do
1: you know, it came to a point before when I was watching K-dramas, I was so into it that I'd watch them live. <laughs> no subs? Without, without sometimes.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Because I really have to be... the Because, the right? I... I manage a Instagram account and I have to be really updated because I have other um like friends from other countries that do have drama accounts and they like post it the day after the episode was aired so I really have to compete with them and then I just you know just have to watch them without like like subtitles just screenshot
0: <laughs> it no context the
1: yeah. post screenshot and be like oh this is what happened in episode 2 <laughs>
0: gosh okay
1: so aside
0: from sea dramas what else did you mention that you watched taiwanese dramas
1: also yes taiwanese but then for taiwanese i'm not that much of a fan i don't know why but they're at their they're kind of like their storyline or the vibe in itself are not my cup of tea compared to chinese dramas at first i kind of like um, got confused if I was watching something Taiwanese or something Chinese. It came to that point, like, oh, I thought I was just watching Taiwanese all along, and Yun Kula, it's just a Chinese drama, like that. But then um, there are like certain Taiwanese dramas that are actually really nice, but then they're not that— like, it didn't reach to that point that I'd recommend it to people. Compared to like Chinese dramas themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Like, what, what do you think was the difference in the storylines? Like, what made you kind of iffy about Taiwanese dramas?
1: They're very long. Like, it not not as long as like, you know, Chinese dramas, but the it came to a point where it was too dragging. Like, mm-hmm. even if it was just like 25 episodes sometimes it's even like 90 minutes per episode so it really depends on like the channel i guess and their broadcast is once every week so if you're watching something that's ongoing really have to wait like one, it's like one episode per week so the waiting time i'm not good with waiting (laughs) so i came to the point i was like okay i no, I don't
0: want to watch Taiwanese dramas anymore. Wait, so how how long are their seasons? Are their shows usually?
1: Um, sometimes it's twenty five, so like fifteen to twenty
0: five episodes. I could never wait for twenty five weeks just to finish one show. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But then, um, then I realized like American shows, right? are like twenty four episodes a season, forty minutes each, one episode a week. I used to live with that. And then they had, like, a mid-season break.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Yeah.
0: I used to live that life. <laughs> now I, I guess could never. in
1: American dramas, they're not much, like, a continuing, like, for series. Yeah. Like, in Taiwanese dramas, there'd be, like, a cliffhanger and you'd have to wait for another week for one more episode. That's yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah.
0: Taiwanese dramas. X. <laughs> but what do you remember watching like what did you end up kind of liking oh there was
1: this drama i think it was a 2015 drama it it was called murphy's law of love i don't know if you you know murphy's law but it really centered on that kind of face and it was kind of light but then you know when I compare it to K dramas or like Chinese dramas, it didn't really feel that much authentic. Authenticity in the sense that um you'd see yourself being in that drama. But then for Mm -hmm. Taiwanese dramas, there are certain scenes that I'd be like, why does it feel so fake? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean no hate on them, but then it came to that kind of point. Yeah. And there are other like dramas that are not just regarding to love. Sometimes they focus on um, they're into like cooking, like those kind of dramas. Okay. I I like that. That's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> and they're also, if I'm not mistaken, most of the ones that I watch are centered in like office romance. Okay. So if that's the type that you you like watching, oh I don't know if there's this there's this Taiwanese drama that people really loved. It's the the name like someday or one day.
0: Day or one day.
1: Have you watched it's that? It's Google.
0: I've not watched any of these.
1: <laughs> that one. It's a time... It's 20, 2019. It was released during that time and people really loved it. It's only 13 episodes, so it's a nice... It's like a time-traveling thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Taking note. When I have time, someday I'm going to watch these. Online. Someday or one day, I'll watch <laughs> Som- <that>. Someday or- <laughs> You're right. Someday. One day. Okay. Uh, Taiwanese dramas. What else? Japanese. Japanese J-dramas. Have you... Oh my god. What have you um, watched?
1: You know, one thing about Japanese dramas. They're more of like um based from a manga or like a remake of something. I don't know if you know Hanna Yoridango, like, Voice Over Kiss. Flowers, yeah. Meet Your then Garden. Kiss, like oh, those yeah. kinds of Japanese dramas, they're really into that. And compared to K-dramas, they're much shorter because kind of like, they only have like 10 to 12 episodes. and then, But then they're broadcast The Average run time's around 45 to 50 minutes. So more or less, they're kind of short but then, I don't know, I got really used to um, animes that mm. it, I find it weird to see, like, real people. Real people speaking <laughs> Japanese. Yes, like, real people <laughs> on the screen in itself. And, I don't know, like, the ones I've watched, I, I don't like how they depict women, mm. like, in Japanese dramas. they I don't know, like you know those the cliche ones that we like women need saving damsel in distress kind of things those are like some of the japanese dramas that I've watched and I'm not that much of a fan of it and there are other japanese dramas that are very very spg
0: <laughs>
1: okay yes yeah. yeah. so um if that's like your cup of tea there are japanese dramas that are nice and i feel like for Japan, they're much more like really known for animes, so yeah. compared to the dramas themselves. So I think that their investing or their investment is more on animes than the dramas, and there are actually other Japanese dramas that are nice. Currently, there's this one Japanese drama in Netflix. It's about like a police investigating thingy so that's like sometimes my cup of tea like crime shows i don't know if you have know it interrogation room okay um, i'm gonna search that. It terrible. something i like something that i would like yeah it's, it's that 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 one is in netflix currently so if you okay. want to watch that yeah sometimes okay. they're not into like the romance type of dramas they they tackle other things as well like these mystery horror yeah so that's the japanese dramas but then i'm not that much um how do you say it like i'm not that much into japanese mm. dramas compared to k dramas and chinese dramas
0: interesting what japanese dramas have i watched there's this one on netflix um midnight diner have you seen that one yes yes it's like Have you watched my mystery, the K-drama? Yes. Okay. Imagine the sadness. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The slowness, the sadness. But it's in like 20-minute chunks of like super short stories. It's a little like dated. Like the first season was from 2009. So I'm like, wow, this is old, old. (laughs) Like, okay. But I don't know, man. Sometimes it just, I watch it before I go to sleep. It's very relaxing.
1: (laughs) I also do as well. Like it's very I don't know, like the stories themselves are kind of light in a way that it's okay for me to not watch it like like binge watch it Mm. in just one sitting. But then like I'd watch it again, I'd feel like, oh I like I like it. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Gives me those feels, the warm fuzzies of sadness. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay. So wait, we mentioned animes. So let's just do
1: it. Recommend an anime. <laughs> oh my gosh. I if I don't know, since you know, I don't know if people know, but I'm a student athlete. So most <laughs> of the animes I really watched are like sports themed. And then, of like, let's go for baseball because there's not much on softball. That's my sport. There's not much on softball, but then I really like animes that are very sport-centric. I don't know why. And then it came to a point, you know, like when you're watching anime and then after a while you watch people play a sport, you'd imagine like, is there like the, you know, like the dramatic fire, the traumatic, like yeah. hit of the ball or something yeah. like that. Sometimes I think of those when I play.
0: Like oh, as they're holding the ball, there's just like a flashback of that last yes! ten minutes of all their training, and then the throw, and then next episode, next episode it's we so see cool. how it hits.
1: And then it came to a point that there was this anime. The name is Um Ace of Diamond. It's a baseball anime. Oh, like incredible. um the the main lead is like someone really has to work. Who really has to work hard for something and he runs with like a tire on his back because that's what the coach says and it came to a point that when i was in high school i was like i really wanted to run so i kept running and i kept running because i was so pumped because of the anime that i was watching so Mm -hmm. it's really nice because you know like in japan they don't just focus on basketball anime so you get the feel of other animes as well and you really it's not just you know like they just show you how they play but they teach you how to play oh yeah i don't know if you like i don't know before you know have you watched slam dunk before no. before they tried like there's like certain scenes where and they teach you like there's this commercial like what is like this what is like that like mm-hmm. what is like a rebound or something like that they really teach you and it's a nice thing to watch because even if you don't have that much much experience in the sport. You wouldn't feel like you've been left out. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's
0: cool. That's cool. My first sports anime I gotta share is Inazuma Eleven. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I was obsessed with that. Best OPEDs. Like their songs were so good. <laughs> anyway. Gosh, let's leave my grade school anime days behind.
1: Okay. Why? It's so fun. Before when I yeah. was in, when we were in high school because they gave us tablets. And it came to a point, I downloaded this software wherein I was able to um download animes and I downloaded Detective Conan. You know, oh. Detective Conan's ah. episodes are like 900 plus and I watched it from episode one. And up until now, I am so updated with it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you... My God, Detective Boy! Co- I tried
0: at some point, And then I realized, like, all the, all the episodes I have to watch. Because I watched it back when I was a kid. Like, Animax. Is that, is that the, yes, the
1: yes. channel? That's that, okay,
0: though, no, yeah. Yeah, that one. That channel. I used to watch it, like, all the time as a kid. And I'm like, you know, I always imagine, like, when he shoots with a watch... The, the older yeah. guy, and then he falls asleep and then he talks for him. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Like, that whole Very procedure.
0: Iconic. Oh, iconic. Where was I going with this? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Why are we talking about anime? Oh, because we, we were talking about oh, Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Before we, before we end this, I just, like, our high school, because, okay, if, if we, if we haven't mentioned it before, we studied in the same high school. Anyway, people. Okay. So, like, Remember you were in ICE those days? Yes. Okay. And like, you just know that they released an episode that day. Because you see people like passing USBs around. That's <laughs> or like, so true. Or like watching it in class with a VPN on. <laughs> Sorry if anyone from our school <laughs> hears <laughs> this. Like, yes, we used to do that.
1: <laughs> anyway.
0: High well, gosh, high school days. Or like, oh, I also remember high school days. I would see people because we were allowed to have laptops in class, and you could just see people watching K drama <laughs> during class. So I'm not even gonna hide during time,
1: it. During the time of Goblin, oh um, yeah. people weren't that much watching it, and I was, you know, that type of person that wants to I, that wants people to be converted to become K drama fans. So it came to a point that I just did them a favor of like downloading. Goblin, and then I kept passing my <laughs> I kept passing my USB to people, and then there were times when like there'd be a row of people opening their laptops or their tablets watching while they're while in class.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Though like the days of like Goblin, Descendants, all the Lee Jong Suk dramas, I just kept like him all the time. W while you're sleeping, Doctor Stranger, yes. Uh, He was everywhere in our laptops during class. Okay. Moving on. Sorry, we got into piracy. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Okay. So after J-dramas, thigh dramas. You've been watching a lot of thigh dramas recently, right? Yes. Okay. I ventured
1: into thigh dramas recently. Yeah, I think I guess like last week (laughs) because i was like i really wanted to watch something new like i've been watching chinese japanese taiwanese gay dramas and i was like why not try something else like thai dramas so i i tried venturing them and then it came to a point that i was so shocked i was really really shocked by how long their episodes were um i was watching the crown princess it's a 2018 um side drama and then first episode i was like okay there's like around 12 or like 15 episodes now for the series themselves and then i was like okay episode one and i was so shook 90 minutes for one episode and i was like what <laughs> my attention span. really like imagine you watching like movies non-stop 15 movies non-stop that was me so it came to that point that sometimes I would skip some scenes oh, man. <laughs> and move forward to where the main leads would be together. <laughs> yeah. That's not the drama. Guilty.
0: I have okay. But have you already installed an extension that will make it go at like 1.5 times speed? Have you gone at that no. level?
1: I don't know because I've never tried like using that. I watch them in streaming sites, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they have that type of feature. I use it on my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't use my laptop when I watch, so I don't know if the phone is capable for that type mm-hmm. of speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, like the the way they talk, it's kind of fast for me to kind of get used to it. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's continuous like Chinese dramas, mm-hmm. unlike in Korean dramas. Sometimes you really know if like they're done with one word, so mm-hmm. like. Sometimes I kind of want to learn how they speak and thigh, but that's kind of hard. <laughs>
0: it's hard. It's hard. Like <laughs>
1: that's so true.
0: I wish I learned Korean through like diffusion with all the K dramas I watched. But my God, I still want to learn the language though. Like, have you have you tried? What was your foreign language? What did uh, you try? Chinese it? Mandarin. You tried Mandarin. Yeah. Has that helped you in watching K dramas at all? Yes.
1: Um. One thing about C-dramas is that before, they weren't that much popular. So the sub is like, it would really take a long time for it to be subbed. Like For example, in K-dramas, there'd be subbed the night after. But then for Chinese dramas, sometimes it would be subbed a week after the drama was aired. So it came to some th- like a point when I just watch it and then just listen wow. and be like, use context clues. <laughs> oh, there. Yes, Gosh. that's that's the life of someone who has taken Mandarin. <laughs>
0: For three years. Wow. Three or four years?
1: Four. It took
0: four oh. years. Is it four? Yeah, we yeah, only got three years. You oh, guys I got forgot. four. I think. Yeah, I think but, four. Wow, you were actually able to use what you learned in school. <laughs> 4C dramas. Amazing. Gosh. <laughs> Not applicable. I learned French. That's useless to me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay so Thai dramas. Because like I feel like my stereotype of Thai dramas, I think I, I feel like all of them or most of them were BL. Because that's what's popular nowadays, right? Yes. Have you watched any of those?
1: I've never watched any BL Thai dramas. I don't know. I'm, I'm not into that type of genre so far. Yeah. But then, you know, one of the themes in Thai dramas, like when I was searching for Thai dramas to watch and I'd read their synopsis and then their themes would be like um, la revenge. Those are like the favorites of Thai dramas. Like most of the ones that I've watched are centered on someone taking revenge on their loved one or something like that. And then they're into, you know, the slap kiss type of thing. Like what? someone would like the main would kiss the girl and then it would be slap. Ah yeah, yeah the that kiss one. Slap. Yeah. What? Why would you slap someone <laughs> and then kiss them? Come on. Come on. But yeah. I feel like yeah, that's so their like even it's it's even in the genre sometimes or the tags. Like when you try to search them, and then there's the tag, kiss slap, revenge. And then mm-hmm. another thing that I find it hard to you know know what type of Thai drama I'd watch is that the the names of the Thai dramas are in Thailand. Oh, like, they're it's alphabet. It's not in English. Yeah. Yeah, like most of like, for example, there's this drama that I watch. The name's Wa Sila, that one. And I was like, what's this? And then all along, the the English name is Man of Vengeance. So like, it's kind of hard for me to really search because sometimes I look at the, you know, the, the name, the drama name to kind of vibe if I'm into that kind of drama. But then... In Taiwan, in Thailand dramas, they're into their native language, so you really have to, you know, read upon it, and yeah. And it's not like
0: as popular as K dramas, where you know immediately people know the title. Immediately people can start subbing it, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what's hard about like standing standing other Asian <laughs> dramas right when you're used to like how fast-paced it is in the K-drama fandom uh, like imagine getting hooked on something but like no international fan has watched it so it's just you in the void you in the Chinese void or something yes <laughs> so, yeah. so true okay um, top five drama recommendations so far
1: um I think one of the things that I really, really like is the one I mentioned, the one with um Hua Jaisela. Well, the English name is Man of Vengeance. It's a revenge type of um genre, but it's really nice. And people are actually liking it. Like when I search for like, Thai dramas to watch or must watch Thai dramas, they, that's one of the things that they um recommend. And another thing would be Crown Princess. This one's the 90 Minutes. Per app <laughs> that one. It's it's nice because it the girl is, you know, the, not your typical female lead that needs saving or something like that. And then another thing would be um I don't know how to pronounce it, but <laughs> the names game saneha or something like that. S-A-N-A-E-H-A. That one. It's it's kind of like um fake relationship type of drama they're not very you know the deep types of you know K dramas or Chinese dramas that really go deep into the story in itself it's really kind of like surface level of some sort and yeah you'd really see a lot of you know fake marriages and then forced marriages and stuff that those are like the typical type like Thailand dramas that I've watched okay are there any other kinds of Asian dramas that
0: you've watched? None, I
1: guess. None, yeah.
0: Okay. None. <laughs> okay, okay. So so far you are into you're in the Thai drama world yes. at the moment. Okay. Yes. And also the C drama, like are you watching anything that's ongoing? Um,
1: currently, um crush. The one with the guy with um, visual oh, impairment. Yeah. But, you know, there's one more thing about Chinese dramas. They're into eSports. So In, in e- the dramas? Yeah. Like, the, the theme is eSports themselves. Um, like, for example, Love O2O, that's eSports. And then there are other um, Chinese dramas that also venture into like eSports themselves. Um, people are... I don't know, because I think there's a booming business with esports right now so Chinese dramas are actually venturing into those types of um, genres and they're currently like a lot of people really do watch it because of the esports theme rather than the romance part so sometimes people would um, review a drama based on the esports rather than the romance romance in itself yeah Mm, that's interesting
0: What else? What else? What else hmm. of any of the dramas, like what have you noticed, I guess, that you don't really often see in K-dramas?
1: Um in Chinese dramas, like one thing that I really noticed is that they focus not just on the main leads themselves. Like even like side stories, there would be a lot of side stories, and sometimes it might get a bit boring because i am you're not used to you know just having two people in one screen but then in chinese dramas you would talk about their friends of friends and then there'd be like multiple couples and stuff like that and then another thing would be compared to uh, k dramas you know how much they love showing their um love for food k pop yeah. stuff like that for chinese dramas they're more into uh, I don't know, like, their typical, like, modern day, if you're watching, like, the modern romances, like, you'd see how much, you know, the culture of Chinese dramas are, like, in terms of family, in terms of school. Like, you'd really see how they take tests in schools, like, in China. Like, they have, like, the long bond paper and stuff like that. And be like, how does it feel, like, to do that? But in here, cause you know, in here in the Philippines, you'd have, like, stapled papers. But then yeah. for them, you'd really see that. And it, I don't know, they really touch upon other things that K-dramas aren't able to touch upon. Like, for example, disabilities. But in K-dramas, they're into the mental health aspect. In Chinese dramas, they're into, like, the physical disabilities themselves. So that's, like, one thing that I've noticed recently. And they're into, well, the CGI part of Chinese dramas are top-notch well compared to K-dramas mm. if you like if you see them um I don't know, maybe because of how they're into like um techy stuff like for example in C-dramas when you go to watch their uh well, how do you say this the esports aspect I like, can really see how much CGI they use in it like it, it doesn't look like something fake <laughs> something like that that one and I don't know like sometimes you would really see the like the varying differences in chinese dramas where you'd have um older aspects of life of the like life of someone else and then then you'd see like the high school phase and then they go to college or something like that like it, it really varies i guess it came to the point that this became the theme because of the how fast-paced they produce chinese dramas yeah. like compared to k-dramas i think it's much more slower in the sense that only specific dramas are released in a year. But in China, they have like different like dramas released in a year. And yeah. Yeah, that's like one of the things that I really noticed like in the aspect of the themes or the genres themselves.
0: Yeah, the fast fashion of the C-drama world. It's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> one drama after another. Wild. Okay. So before we end, I will give you the floor to, I don't know, recommend a K, like fully describe, fully review a K-drama that you would like to recommend. I'm just
1: K-drama like, I would like to
0: recommend. Think about that, like i don't know what's it about what do you like about it
1: well, let me let me think hmm. you what's like this 1k drama
0: me first okay as if i don't use my podcast to do this every single time <laughs> but ah, uh, okay what would i recommend Wow, this is hard even for me. <laughs> see, wow, see. <laughs> yeah, like I should I should have prepared for this. So you put me on the spot. Uh, looking at my merch right now. Um, I've recently grown to accept that I'm going to enter the corporate world when I graduate. Uh, <laughs> like yes, I've yes, just yes. I've. I've come to the realization that this is going to happen and I'm not going to be a celebrity or <laughs> or whatever. So I would like to recommend Missing... Let me pull up my, my book here. One time... Okay, for those who aren't seeing this, the video of this. So one time, I was just really bored. So I went looking around for like Missing merch. And then I found this bookstore, this Korean bookstore... On Amazon, that sold a missing photo essay book. And I was like, okay, I don't know how to read Korean, but I guess I'm gonna buy a photo essay book full of like Korean, you know, there's writing and stuff. And I'm like, it's as if I haven't watched this drama and I don't know exactly which scenes these photos were in. But anyway, missing is an office drama. It's my favorite. It's very realistic. It's... It it makes me... It reminds me that... I'm gonna cry. It reminds me that I'm going to be a corporate slave someday. (laughs) That's okay. Sometimes we just... You know, like... Let's stop romanticizing our dreams. Sometimes we just have to get a job. Okay. There. (laughs) You...
1: Me, okay, so um one of the, well, one of the things about me is, aside from loving romance genres, I'm really into, like, crime, psychological, thriller types of drama. So uh, one of the things that I really, really like would be the, the K-drama named Hello, Monster. I don't know if you've watched that. It's a 2015 K-drama. Um, Park Bogom's there. I don't know you know it yeah, 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 yeah that one um it's like about a, a like a serial killer criminal profiler and stuff like that and i don't know it's just really nice how sometimes dramas that are centered with family or crime they focus more on that rather than the romance aspect i mean the kind of downside with that is that sometimes people expect that there would be a lot of love scenes or something like that but then for me I, i don't know like i really like how they focus on the story in itself like the essence of why they have to make that kind of drama rather than focus on romance because that's something that people like Mm. but i know i guess because of this kind of phase a lot of dramas are really centered on romance right now so that's like the K drama phase right now that people are into romance types, that you know, the producers have to release something that is mainstream and people like watching mainstreams. And sometimes it's just kind of sad how underrated dramas are kind of nice because they teach you much more than love, but they also teach you something that isn't that talked about a lot. And that's kind of sad because there are other dramas that are really nice that people don't notice. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. For those who um, haven't listened to this podcast as much, like, if you don't know, I'm, like, averse to romance. I have, like, this thing where the the one storyline I hate the most is just the romance. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) I don't, I just don't, it's just not relatable to me, you know? It's just not relatable. It just doesn't make sense. don't like the romance. I like the family, the sadness, the dreams. But yes. the romance, mm, it's not for me. So yeah. I really, like,
1: sometimes the, the dramas I'd recommend is the dramas that made me cry. Rather than, like, the dramas that made me, you know, feel squeamish. Or something like Klig, or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. Like some I don't know, it, it became like the norm in itself that um people want something that's kind of lighthearted. Cause you know, because of I guess because of the pandemic as well. But yeah, there's a lot of I don't know, dramas that are actually nice. And I think that's why I ventured into Chinese dramas because sometimes there's love. But then it's not just about love; like it also talks about the life of someone else. So yeah, unlike in K dramas, because you know they're just focused on theirs themselves <laughs> and how they become to be together, something like that. Yeah. Oh, have you watched Hot Stove League? Yes! Oh my yes. gosh! Oh my <gasps> gosh,
0: it's like it's not a sports sports drama because they're not actually the athletes like the managerial stuff and stuff like that yeah but it's it was so cool and like as a non-sports person non-baseball person like i could still follow you know that that was the nice part yeah i want to ask you that since that's close to your sport yeah hot stove oh what else else is good
1: um there are there i don't know i one thing I also liked about Chinese dramas is that they sometimes they venture also into sports. There are other Chinese dramas, like for example, into skating or like running or something like that. But in Korean dramas, they're I think limited that are focused on sports. For example, Very. the top of the head is like to the beautiful you. I don't know if you've watched that. No.
0: The what one with Sully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, I remember the, track,
1: that. the one with the long jump someone did that <laughs> that one nope. that one yeah Um. it's nice as well but I I wish that they you know venture on something else rather than you know time traveling fantasy mm. and stuff like that and I hope they kind of venture into like the ones that like the daily lives of people or something oh, like yeah. that
0: yeah oh yeah those are my favorite kinds of dramas.
1: yes please yes okay other
0: sports dramas, Rocket Boys. That's ongoing. Have you? Yeah. Have you watched, watched it? Yeah, yeah. I'm updated. I'm just there waiting for this, the last episode. You
1: know, there was this um, there was this issue with mm. Rocket Boys. Yeah. Um, I forgot which part. I think. Um, do you know the issue there? I think the, there was the international competition with Indonesia. Yeah, universe? the depiction of something. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the problems with K-dramas recently, like how do they pick other countries, like in The King, remember like the Japanese thingy, um, The King, The the Eternal Monarch, there was this problem with the, you know, the scene where they had the war with the Japanese people. There was a problem. I watched it. That. Oh, that. Oh well, oh. never mind. But there was some problems with like how they depict history.
0: Mm. So that's
1: like one of the problems with gay dramas and like race, racism, and stuff mm. like that. That's like yeah. one of the problems with gay dramas. But then for Chinese dramas, I don't think there there's a lot of, I am. Issues regarding that, unless it's really like how they don't depict the real life of people like for mm-hmm. example in esports sometimes people are like you know like for a story you kind of downgrade something and then people would be like that's not how like esports people think of esports or something like that yeah there was an issue before in this chinese drama it's Donna. yeah the name is falling into love
0: okay. uh, uh, very generic but
1: okay. <laughs> no joke. Uh falling into your smile. That was oh, okay. Chinese drama about like esports and there was this issue regarding how um in the drama themselves, like they think of esports as something that they could just, you know, let let go or something like that. But then like sometimes you say uh, esports are like how people make a living from mm. it. So th- there was an issue with that. So yeah.
0: Like they don't have a lot of issues with depicting other cultures because they mostly focus on like their yeah, culture. Their own culture. Yeah, like,
1: it's just really, like, one of the 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 highlights of Chinese dramas are the historical ones. Mm. But I've never watched them because I don't know. I'm not used to their like their costume yeah. or their culture in itself. Yeah. So there's a part of me that's not into those that's like one of the reasons then why i'm not into like the historical ones in k dramas Mm -hmm. like i tried watching them but then i just find it like i don't kind of relate to it compared Mm -hmm. to like the modern like scenes or sets yeah Yeah. and one thing about thailand dramas is that the vibe reminds me of philippine telenovelas i don't know why i guess because of the set the set themselves. Like, I see their setting, and it makes me feel like I'm just watching something from GMA or from ABS-CBN. In a different order. language. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, the scenes like in canteens or like in the roads in itself. It can really feel like you're just in the Philippines. But then when you go to like K-dramas and Chinese dramas and, tai- and Taiwanese dramas, you'd see the difference in the country like the the settings the houses the pavements the cars but in thailand dramas i don't know i don't know if it's just me but the vibe that they give off they give me like just your the typical scenes that they just shoot in streets or something like that yeah that's interesting.
0: I'll update you if I if I try to watch a Thai drama. I'll just be like, feels like I'm right at home, as if they filmed it right outside my room. I'll update you.
1: That's with a different language. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like they dubbed it with a different language just to spice it up.
1: You know? Yeah, uh, I do because you know in in Philippine dramas, the the scenes are really kind of those types of like, um the focus on antagonists mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Stepmothers, stepfathers, you know, your, your typical bad people. Yeah. yeah. Since those are the the themes in Thailand drama. So I think that's one of the reasons as well. Oh, yeah, that's
0: interesting. Gosh. I could not add, like, Filipino telenovelas to this discussion because, like, I can't say much. <laughs> I really, honestly, I'm, I'm sorry. I really don't watch a lot of them. Oh, well you know how it is (laughs) but but yeah that's another discussion for another day but um yeah is there anything else that you want to add um watch chinese dramas okay okay noted noted I got some of your recommendations. Okay, all right. So there, that's that's it for today. Um thank you so much Pangi for joining me today for talking instead of me talking for another hour about shows that I do, about like things I don't know. I haven't watched any of these, so I I would love to have time to watch some of your recommendations, gosh. I hope um I will put your IG, your IG account in the description. <laughs> thank and you, thank of you. Of course, you have to support our favorite IG influencer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it for me today. Thank you, Panji. And thank you everyone for listening and I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to leave a comment, like, subscribe, follow, and tell me what you thought about today's episode. See you soon!